everyone, welcome back to Leadership Locker. This is your host, Rich Cardona. We are nearing the end of an era as we get closer to episode 200, where we will transition into the midlife entrepreneur. Now, I'm still here to serve aspiring entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs, and we will do this until we stop. On Mondays and Fridays, you're going to get me. You're going to get me sharing life lessons, what I've learned, what I'm thinking about, all these different things. On Wednesdays, you're going to get industry experts, influencers, people who know far more than you and me sharing their knowledge. Do you ever notice how sometimes you go onto social media and everything seems like a montage of the greatest life possible? Now, this is nothing new. Uh, a lot of people have poked fun at Instagram for people living their best lives and renting planes, renting houses, renting cars, just to look good for the gram or your respective social media site. Even on Facebook, you might encounter people who have this amazing family life, who are always on vacation, who are purchasing this or doing that. And, you know, you find yourself kind of comparing. Now, the problem with this is where we are in our lives, and I'm talking to you specifically, if you're between 35 and 45, you're a man or woman who is just longing for a life transformation, okay? Whether it is the manner in which they socialize, whether it is their profession, whether it is for the business they are aspiring to launch, or the one they're trying to keep afloat. This is one of those situations where you are just wanting desperately to escape what you think might be a life of mediocrity. Well, the bad news is much of life is actually mediocre and there's very few super highs and we're probably gonna have a lot of lows. The reason I'm talking about that is because we see so much success and the reason we see so much success is it's good for business. It's good for those people's self-esteem. It's good for those social media platforms. It's good to hear about it. It gives you hope in an otherwise boring and maybe uneventful life. Well, here's the thing. Most of the successful people that you see, think right now, right this second, of some of the most successful people that you look up to. Now, some of those successful people Actually, I'm not even going to say some. I guarantee you all those successful people did not have an easy past. And the reason I'm mentioning this is because sometimes we fail to share the struggle. And this is why I will always share the struggle because it is good not only for posterity, but it is good to just kind of demonstrate what can happen if you document the journey and if you continue to push for exactly what you want. Now, you may think it is a complete waste of time and all it's actually going to do is document how shitty things are. But again, how many successful people do you know that had an easy past? Let's just name some of the most successful people that we think about. Oprah Winfrey. She couldn't even be a news anchor. She's rejected in so many different ways. Now comes to be one of the most intelligent, influential, and biggest personalities of our time. Let's look at The Rock. You ever hear him tell his story about when he went to Los Angeles with $7 in his pocket? And that's why his production company is called $7 Productions. $7. Now look at him. Ever see the picture of Jeff Bezos, you know, on his desk with that shitty spray-painted Amazon sign? No one has an easy past who's truly successful. And as long as you know that, 
Okay. And this is not just for business. As long as you know that you are going to know that success does not come easy, that the struggle is always going to be there. And that in order to kind of overcome a lot of the challenges that you're going to endure, you're going to need to do two things. You're going to have to acquire new skills and you're going to have to acquire new competencies. So part of the reason sometimes we feel successful is because we have put ourselves in a situation where there's very little room to fail. Okay. And this isn't just about comfort. This is about reducing the risk of adversity. And I get that. I've lived that. I mean, just to give you a personal story in boot camp, many other people, including myself, were the type of people who just wanted to blend in in a boot camp platoon that started with 98 people and ended with 81. U.S. Marine Corps boot camp in Paris Island, South Carolina. All you wanted to do was blend in. You didn't want to draw attention. You didn't want to be in the bottom. And you also didn't want to be on the top because it looked like it required a ton of effort and that you wouldn't be able to do it anyway. So you know what I learned from trying to be in the middle of the pack? Fucking nothing. Absolutely nothing. I learned that later in life where I am now is that I had so much more potential in me. Now, again, this doesn't just go for business. This could be that relationship. This could be you not finishing that marathon. This could be you not writing that book that you wanted to write. All these challenges that come our way are built uh, to challenge us to, again, acquire new skill sets and competencies, but instead we'd rather mitigate the risk. So what do you do? How do you acquire these new skill sets and how do you acquire these new competencies? Well, as far as the competencies goes, it's just a different level of intelligence. And I mean, emotional intelligence and self-awareness. Now, a lot of people treat these two things as buzzwords. There's plenty of books about them and they're popular to say, but a lot of people don't actually know what the freak they mean, okay? In order to establish those new competencies mentally and internally, you are going to have to allow risk to just penetrate your little force field. Okay, you're going to have to remind yourself that many of the best moments in your life required a lot of vulnerability, whether that was getting married, whether that was asking for a raise, whether that was publishing your first book. Okay, those competencies are usually accompanied by adversity, overcoming challenges and having a new competency and probably very likely fear. Okay, now, because of all that, you cannot say that that success was easy. And again, successful people do not usually have an easy past. They are riddled with the proverbial bullet holes of failure. Now, as far as the skill sets, at some point, at some point, you are going to have to develop different skill sets that are going to allow you to operate more efficiently, more productively, and more happily. And let me just give you a perfect example. I literally was the guy. I was the guy. I have been the guy who would stay in relationships because it seemed like it was the right relationship to be in. Meaning this, and I'm, I don't think I've ever said this. On paper, it made complete and total sense twice. And I was just like, this, this makes sense. They're attractive. They're accomplished. They serve too, you know, whatever it is. But my heart necessarily wasn't in it. Logically, it just, it just made a lot of sense. So. I looked at it, I envisioned it as the right thing. I literally like almost departed my body and thought like looking at those two people, what does that seem like? That seems very normal. That seems like how it should be. Well, the problem was my heart wasn't necessarily in it and it was completely unfair to them. And it was also unfair to me, but I'm going to focus on the fact that I was a complete 
dickhead uh, who maintained these relationships when I shouldn't have. Now, the reason I'm telling you that in terms of skill sets or competencies is because I stayed in them because I didn't want to look like a failure. I didn't want to look like someone who couldn't maintain relationships. I didn't want to be someone who was divorced. I didn't want to be someone who was divorced again. Okay, this is super personal, but I'm telling you, my life has changed forever because of adopting these new skill sets. And that skill set was prioritizing my own well-being. That skill set was being able to turn the blinders up, put the blinders on, and put my earmuffs on, so to speak, and not listen to a single word or opinion about anyone. And you know what? If you're worried about what someone is thinking about you, they probably already thought it. So do yourself a favor and just give up on trying to control what people think about you and why they might think it. Now, that skill set, again, I was in denial was the other thing. I was in denial that I actually could not choose the right life partner, okay, that I was going to fall into the perpetual cycle of being in a relationship that had its decent moments, but was usually just very unfulfilling. Why was I doing that to myself? Why did I not dig deeper into understanding my behavior instead of just trying to fix the relationship? So I'm here to tell you this. If you are this person who has now invested a lot of time into that relationship, that job, that career, this effort, it's okay to walk away. It's absolutely never too late to decide how you are going to approach life and start overcoming challenges by acquiring the right skill sets and by getting new competencies. And that's exactly what the aforementioned people did. That's what Oprah did. That's what Bezos did. That's what The Rock did, Dwayne Johnson. That's what these people do. So you know what? When you get to that point where it looks like your life is a complete shit show, you could say, I'm in the club now because no one cares about your perfect looking life. So the next time you think about projecting success, just remember that it's not guaranteed. You will be far more respected for how you deal with your struggles than how often you succeed, because that is what people want. People need people like us who are willing to sacrifice and to fight tooth and nail for exactly what they want. Thanks for joining me again on The Leadership Locker. I will see you next time.